0: Good morning, Mashi. Good evening, Dennis. How you doing, bud?
1: Good, good, good. I mean, I'm going to go a little behind the scenes. I just finished my coffee, so I'm going to have to go get a refill after this. But
0: I'm almost done with mine.
1: I have a quote here from a book I recently read. It's from Norwegian Wood, a book we got in book club. So it's a, it's Isn't a mo- it good. No, I don't love it. <laughs> There's a couple of pearls no, no. of wisdom. Isn't it
0: good Norwegian Wood.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The part that bothers me the most. Actually, not the most. There's a lot of things that bother me about the book. One of the things that bothers me about the book is they talk about the Beatles song Norwegian Wood quite a lot, as you might imagine. And one of the things they say, and she, uh, some character really likes it, and she's like, oh, it just reminds me of like, being out in the trees, like that Beatles song Norwegian Wood. I was like, that is not what that song's about. First of all, that song takes place entirely indoors, <laughs> and it's about like a weird one-night stand. It has nothing to do with nature or being outside or anything at all. That bothered
0: me. I, you know, maybe something was lost in the Japanese translation.
1: Genuinely, maybe. Like, there's a strong chance. But there's a pearl of wisdom that has made it through the translation process, which I quite enjoyed, which is a character, I think it's Reiko, is talking about how she was a really, really good teacher as a musician. And she decided to lean into that instead of trying to make it as a musician on her own. And the quote is, it is better to be a first class matchbox than a second class match." which is one that I found like a very neat way of putting that. I think in the translation, it actually says first class strike pad, but it's the same, it's the same concept. Yeah. Being excellent and making other people excellent over being excellent yourself. And what it made me think of is think, trying to approach your skills and what you have to offer and how it contributes to the world as a whole, rather than what it can necessarily get out of you or for you. And then also whether the struggle of trying to attain something that might be not meant to be and outside of your reach might be more damaging than accepting your limitations or accepting where your skills lie and trying to lean into that.
0: Yeah, I I think there's a lot playing into that, though, Um, especially what you're talking about, right? Uh, I think in a vocational sense, we might, and and this is probably unfair to those who pursue certain vocations, like an electrician or something like that, I might find that a a little bit more compelling when it comes to an artist. That's tough, man. Because, I, I mean, you're not you really know,
1: you're expressing, right, if you're teaching as opposed to if you are. And there's some expression, but if you, when it comes to teaching, like I yeah. think she's like a piano teacher, or if you're teaching painting or drawing or writing, there's a element of like putting yourself into the work you create, totally divorced on how successful the work is or how much money you make out of it, any of that stuff. And I do think that's missing if you're teaching it as a skill or as a vocation, like you said.
0: But, well, where I was coming from it, though, was this idea is like, my assumption from knowing artists is you pursued music because you had a true passion for it. Mm -hmm. You loved it. There was something about it that drew you to it, whether it was you expressing yourself, whether it was an act of creation, or just the sheer joy of creating music. What happens to that passion if now you're teaching? Now, I... I used to want to be a teacher and I still have this fantasy of like going back at some point, you know, in my dotage and being a lecturer at a local community college or a local university. Lecturing is great. would recommend
1: it. I'm biased, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to do it. I love the learning process. I love the teaching process. Um, And frankly, it would be a great way for me to brush up on, current case law for the Supreme court for common law, stuff like that. So I love that part. And I think there's a lot compelling there in terms of a passion you can have for educating others. The quote you, you gave me though, sounds more like, Hey, rather be the best at something than mediocre at something else. I, I, really...
1: I know it depends on what those ponds are to use. Like lose like a big fish, mm-hmm. small fish, big pond, little pond thing but I don't know if that's always true. It doesn't feel like it's always true.
0: It doesn't. I don't think it is mm-hmm. unless you have a passion to be the best. And that's a very different kind of thing. And we see this like they had, so all this stuff has come out about like Kobe Bryant and mm-hmm. his incredible work ethic and his incredible dedication to it. Um, I think Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, you know, was similarly driven, you know, apparently, and, and, you know, maybe Tom Brady as well. And, The idea is that there's something with these super uber elite goat athletes that's driving them. But when you watch this stuff, when you hear this stuff, the way it comes to me is Kobe had a passion for basketball, but it was second to his passion to be the best. Michael, Michael, if you watch The Last Dance, like that,
1: like the documentary about Michael Jordan, first of all, my cat's just joined. Yuri wants to join the show. There's a little tail there. Um, First of all, Michael Jordan. His dedication there's no question about that but second of all he seems like a nightmarish teammate he seems like he's an asshole for the vast majority yeah. of the time he's like shutting people down and being like you're not trying as hard as i am you don't care as much as i do and i don't know if they care as much as he does but they care differently right and it's not about winning the team it's not about the bulls getting trophies it's about michael jordan being jordan
0: i agree and i think, think it was by him being the best
1: So, this quote to me, though, better to be a first class matchbox than a second class match, reads almost like an excuse to me, right? Well, this is the
0: those who cannot do, those who do, do, those who cannot do, teach.
1: Those who cannot teach, teach gym. Um, (laughs) It does feel like that, though. It feels like you, because circumstances outside of control mean that you kind of can't be a successful penis. Um, And she's like, oh, but that's fine. I never want, screw that. I never want to do that anyway. This is better. It's like, I feel like you're retrofitting a failure of yours and reframing it and trying to claim that that was what you wanted from the, from the get, the get-go, which I think is a very healthy, honestly, way to try and cope and move past something, but using it as an adage to try and live your life by, I think might be a mistake. I think it's limiting.
0: I agree. Well, let's be fair to adages in general. They're all limiting. Um, And they are meant to bring us comfort or in some cases provide discomfort to spur us into action. Mm -hmm. in this case though and what i what i want to submit to you when it comes to like a kobe bryant or a michael jordan or a tom brady or even you know tiger woods was a crazy competitor um that's a little different though because
1: that's that's a that is a uh individualist sport
0: right well you're, you're you're i think your comment about jordan isn't about whether he loved basketball or whether he loved being the best it was you know, how he singularly pursued things Mm -hmm. and whether he was a good teammate,
1: which is why he was such an amazing golfer on the side. Right. That's gotta be the
0: reason. (laughs) Jeez. He was a great better too.
1: Yeah. That he he was. That he definitely was. Almost as good as he was a baseball player.
0: Yeah. But I, I want to be fair to Nate here. And that's that you can have a passion to be the best. That can, You can have the passion a true passion to say, I want to be the best at something. I don't think it's genuine in the sense that that's a very competitive passion. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't feel organic. It feels like I need to find what it is. But I think I shouldn't say it's not genuine. It is genuine because we do have a drive to do well and succeed. The other part of it, though, you know, is finding a way to fuel what you're not the best at mm-hmm. and tapping into that passion. And really saying to yourself, this is fulfilling. This is sustaining. This is making me happy. This passion will drive me. You know, I may be a match in the matchbook or the matchbox, but I'm my best version of that match.
1: And And I and I think the problem with what you mentioned there is wanting to be the best at something and removing what that thing is means you're trying to get not pleasure, but satisfaction out of a goal rather than a process or out of a vocation or a hobby that you enjoy. You should try, I think at least I think it's more long-term and sustainable to look for things you enjoy doing and try to get better at them, not set goals and try to achieve them through whatever means possible. That's how I try and live my life.
0: I saw I try to live mine too, but I don't know that's the only way. So for instance, I had a law professor at BU, BU's a good mm-hmm. law school. Um, and he is an expert on the ninth and tenth amendment, okay. if I recall correctly. And basically, the ninth and tenth amendments are the last two in the Bill of Rights. God, I'm so out of practice. So if I if I get this wrong, I apologize. And I can't remember which is which. One is basically like all rights not laid out here in the Constitution, the Bill of amendments, are reserved to the states. And then the other one is all you know, everything laid out here in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights are the purview of the federal government. Mm-hmm. But the long and the short of it is, whatever we've laid out here in this document
1: is national. The part of the everything else and is state. Yeah,
0: everything else re- falls back to the states. I believe no single case has ever been resolved on either of these two constitutional amendments. Okay, this this guy, smart guy. Saw the case law, case case law like this big, all footnotes, right? Decides, you know what? Pretty easy to be the expert on that. Boom, and is or was, you know, at the time, fifteen yeah. years ago, the foremost expert on that area of law. What's wrong with that?
1: And his niche. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate that. I mean, it yeah. depends on what the goal was, right? Did he care? Did he find the ninth and the tenth interesting, or was he like, this is an untapped market?
0: I think I think it was an untapped market.
1: Okay. I don't know. I feel like that decision's a little... I feel like I feel like that puts a cap on how much satisfaction you can get out of that, as opposed to coming out... I agree. You know, top down versus bottom up, if you want to think about
0: it that way. But this is... You're really you're really splitting hairs about what satisfaction you're looking for. I guess you and I, because I agree with you. I want to be clear about this. I'm just being a little devil's advocate here. Sure. We want to draw the satisfaction from the act itself, Right we want to be engaging in something maybe be the best but really have it be fundamentally something we enjoy doing but what if just being the best is what we enjoy what if being at feels, the top of the mountain is where we drive the joy
1: feel it feels lesser to me it feels ephemeral it feels it feels shorter term it feels like I'm, I'm. This is me showing my bias. Maybe it feels like because it's not derived from what I think are the right reasons, which is the reasons that I believe in. um, It feels wobblier, but maybe for the people Why? who feel like that, it doesn't.
0: Who's the best magic player in the world? Dennis and I play, or we're very involved in the magic yeah. world for a very long time. Who's the best magic player in the world today?
1: Pinkle PV Luis something like that. One of those.
0: You think they're still the best today? Today, Pro-
1: probably not. No. Almost definitely not. Definitely not. Raw numbers is probably like croakies or something like...
0: You know what I mean? So my my point is magic, which is something, you know, if either of us could be the best in the world, we'd enjoy that, I think. Yeah. That's ephemeral. Yeah, I guess. Who's the best golfer in the world? Yeah, it's not Tiger Woods. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean? So all of these things are ephemeral. What you and I... When I say
1: ephemeral, though, I mean, I mean if you continued to be it, I joy. think your joy would be, would be way would, would go, would start dipping. Yeah. I think you want to move on to the next thing.
0: Oh, well, come on. That, that's, I think that's still, I mean, how much magic you playing now? That's true. It's all ephemeral. Yeah. It's Good all, chance. you know, you, I, I randomly said the other day, familiarity breeds contempt. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how true that is, but I do think familiarity can breed boredom. I think familiarity can breed entitlement. I think there's a, a whole bunch of things familiarity can can breed. And contempt is certainly one of them. So I think it's all ephemeral. But you have to ask yourself, what are you going to draw the joy from? The act itself or the status that y- brings, your place yeah. br- can bring? Ultimately, I disagree with what you're saying. With, with the quote, not with what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. I disagree with the quote in the sense that I do, and my bias here is that it does feel a little sour grapey. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: it's revision, but
0: it's I also think you and I have a different mindset. And I think there are other people who will look at it and say, guys, what's wrong with just wanting to be the best at something? What's wrong with saying, Hey, I have this, uh, a unique set of skills <laughs> that I'm going to pursue them and I'm going to hone them. And by God, I'm going to, draw- and you can see it. I'm going to draw a lot of satisfaction and happiness and confidence and self-worth and accomplishment. From how good I do that.
1: Well, maybe, Mashi. I hope you go out into your day to day and you find your ninth and tenth amendment and can live happily <laughs> after
0: being an expert <laughs> in it. I hope you go out there and be the best you can be at whatever,
1: whatever it is you, you want. choose
0: to pursue. Live your okay. passion.
1: Have a good morning.
0: Have a good evening.